Everyone, Velma Garns here, also known as the Valminator. We are on part two of the Kimra Luna interview. As you can tell, she's very open and honest about everything and the way she feels about everything. So let's go ahead and continue our conversation in part two of this interview. I remember you refusing an interview because you had, you couldn't answer the questions or you said you really want to do this interview, but you couldn't because there were so many questions. I was like, I should ask, because this is me being totally open and new to this whole, you know, podcast thing. And then the first thing I thought, because I, you know, try to be positive about myself, but I thought I'm supposed to be asking more questions at the beginning. I thought you're supposed to do that on the podcast. Yeah. And people do that. They give me these forms where I have to fill out all these questions. And I'm just like, my brain is not going to do this. So I'm just not going to be on your podcast. You know, like I just, like, I mean, like I just, I I admire you so much because you just came out and said it and it wasn't, and it's not that, you know, they were doing anything particularly wrong. Like I'm ADD. Like what? Am, like what am I supposed to do? Like I look at that form and like I I almost want to cry. Like I can't, like, I can't get through it, you know. And so and I've even had this where there was a person who they're a um you know a coach that I really wanted to hire, and so I, I emailed their team and I was like I just I can't do these questions. Can someone please just get on a on a call with me? Like I I, I am ADD. I cannot focus enough to answer these questions and it's kind of freaking me out because then I feel like I'm not going to qualify to get coached by you and I really want you to be my coach. And so someone on their team did end up getting on a call with me because the application was terrifying me. Like I couldn't. But you're brilliant in that way though. You're so brilliant in that way because most people would have just been like, I'm not doing this because of the fact that it wasn't in a medium that they could best relate to. So that because yeah. if it would have been me, I would have been like, well, I can't do this with this person because I can't relate to them in this media like I would have never thought I mean probably because you're Kim Luna maybe you can get by with yeah. that I'm just well, but I do feel like people just don't ask for what they need and they're embarrassed I mean I have very different learning styles someone today posted like oh like you know what are your favorite like books and things like that and I was like I don't read at all and they're like you don't read books I was like I can't like I'll read like three pages and then I, my brain is wandering yeah, off into some other la la land, and I don't even know what is even happening in the book. Like I'll read the book, but I won't even remember one thing that happened in it. Like nothing. Like my it just goes in one ear and out the other if I read a book. And so and you input it through another mode that or media. I have to watch videos. Videos okay. is the way that I learn. Like completely. Like video. Like I can sit and watch a video and focus. I will retain that information. I will know it. I will be able to take the notes. I'll be able to do the thing. Even podcasts are kind of hard for me. I'll listen to them and then about ten minutes through, I'm just like, wait, what happened? Like I just my brain just starts checking out. You know. And I, and I feel like a lot of entrepreneurs, they don't want to talk about this stuff. And I'm like, this is a for real thing. And a lot of entrepreneurs are ADD. One of my friends, oh my God, it was the most annoying thing ever, but he was doing this. So he came to my event, my live event and he's in the back of the room, like with like a fidget spinner thing and like spinning this thing. And I'm like on the stage, like trying to like focus. And I'm just like, oh my God, I'm like murder my friend right now. Like I'm going crazy, like stop spinning that thing because it was distracting me from what I needed to focus on to do my own presentation. <laughs> and I was just like, after. I was like, oh my God, like, please don't bring that fidget spinner anywhere near me. It's distracting me. But the thing is, is he's ADHD. And so he has to have that. Type it was of working for him, but it just wasn't yeah, working. For yeah, you. It was working yeah. for him, but it was like bothering me at the same time. It was so funny. I was like, oh my gosh. And we're both, you know, high achieving entrepreneur people. And we have these things and people don't want to talk about it. 
But the thing is, is we have it. And that's why I'm creating a podcast because I'm just like, like a lot of people are like, oh, what are stems? And I'm like, well, I have stems all the time. Like when I'm doing webinars, you'll see me rocking back and forth on my webinars and on my live streams. Yeah, you and definitely have to, we have to definitely talk about all of the projects that, because I want people to know. <laughs> Because <laughs> so far you've mentioned like four projects. I and- have so many projects I'm working on. So okay, so for projects, so my main focus for twenty for 2019 is my Freedom Hackers Galaxy, which is my monthly membership. It's fifty dollars a month, cancel any time type of thing. And every month you get new content. Um, so I do training in it. And then I also have special guests that do training every single month. We'll do things from like list building to Instagram to Facebook ads to just all types of different marketing stuff to how to close on sales calls or whatever. So we have all sorts of training throughout the year. Then I have a new program. And this program is called the Nebula Institute. And it's a six-week program that I'm taking people through. I'm not allowed to sell any of my old courses because of the divorce. That's a whole other long story. But I decided to create this new six-week program that's going to help people really create a program that gets ridiculous results for their customers. And then also create a way where they can use webinars to be bringing in consistent leads constantly to come in in order to pitch this program that gets people amazing results to their ideal customers. So it's like a six-week program I'm doing for that. Then I have a new podcast that's coming out on mental health. That's going to be called Brave Visibility. That course is coming out with my friend Yasmin Anal, and we're currently doing the interviews on it. Actually, some of our first interviews for that podcast are, are tomorrow, and so super excited about that. And there's going to be a course on mental health that comes out with that, and so you'll get to learn about that on that podcast. Then I have a punk rock podcast coming out with my friend Frankie. And so we are going to be interviewing punk bands. Part of it, we will be asking them some stuff about mental health um, because things can get really kind of hard when you're traveling on the road a lot and all sorts of things. And then uh, later this year, I have my book, which I'm hoping will start the process of towards the end of the year, which is going to be called Moon Doll, And it's going to be a memoir of my life. And then I have another live stream show I'm coming out with that's going to be a video gaming show with my sister. And so one of my goals for 2019 is to really connect with my roots and with my heritage. So like I'm learning Spanish because I took, you know, my DNA test. Oh, nice. I'm half, I'm half Mexican. So, and I don't always told people I'm half Mexican, but apparently I actually am. I took the test to find out because I didn't know my dad is, so I don't know for reals. Right. So I'm learning Spanish this year. And then my sister, she lives across the country in Idaho. I'm in New Jersey currently. And, you know, she lives across the country and I'm like, well, how can I stay connected with my own sister? And I was like, oh, well, let's create like a video gaming live stream show because she really likes to play video games. She's really good at it. I really suck at video games. So it's going to be like, kind of like a comedy. It's going to be really funny. We have really good banter because we're sisters you know so it's going to be a really good show also there's not a lot of chicks that do a lot of the live streaming as well so we're it's going to be pretty easy to stand out um same thing with my punk rock podcast doing it with my friend frankie we're chicks and so there's like one other chick podcaster for in punk rock and like the whole niche you know so it's like uh we're gonna obviously be able to get attention so i'm pretty excited about all these different projects i have six different projects camera I know. It's okay. I hired a project manager like two days ago, so I'm all right. I was going to ask if someone was helping you keep track of all that stuff. Yeah, yeah. I just Well, she was on my team for a long time. She was my systems manager. And then throughout the divorce, I ended up having to let go a lot of people on my team. But now I'm bringing her back. And she's going to be more project manager and some of, doing some of the tech and things behind the scenes in my business. But she's going to be mostly managing all these insane projects that I have coming up. 
Good for you. I make just think sure, you're make sure I get stuff done. <laughs> yeah, most definitely. I just look forward to anything that you put out because you're. I just think you're so amazing and motivating and inspiring and all that other stuff. I mean, I'm grateful I've found you. And if it wasn't for Todd Herman, I would not have been hooked up with you because it was through his group that you came in. And then I just kind of left his (laughs) and went on over to your world. Not to say anything negative about him, not not at all. Yeah, I just kind of left his world, went into your world and had been there ever since. Not very visible because, you know, I'm just now, I feel like I'm now coming out, becoming the person who I'm meant to be. And I think you helped me out with a lot of that, just being who you are. So kudos to you. And I'm so um, so grateful when I, when I can help inspire someone to just be themselves and my work is done, you know, like that's the mission, you know, like just, just please people just be yourself, you know, like there's no shame in who you are. Just be yourself, you know? Yeah. So I'm grateful for you and just for the hookup and the link up in this interview. And, and I won't say that again, because <laughs> I'm probably saying that too much. But just having this interview with me, you've, you've certainly inspired me all the more. And it's just this like wind beneath my wings. So well, I just so appreciate it. Thank you for having me. Of course, you know, I'm always I'm always excited to be to be interviewed. And you've talked about a lot of things today I don't normally talk about on other podcasts. So that's really cool, too. I know, but I was trying to do that too, because I, because you know, when you listen, because I've listened to a lot of your interviews, and I listen you t- listen to you talk about a lot of stuff, and I feel like I've done my job if I could sort of take you out of this main line of questioning. Um, yeah, they're always like, "How did you grow your business to seven figures?" Ugh, like every single interview, you know. <laughs> I'm like, well, it's kind of a long story. Let me start from the beginning. You know, I'm such an emotional person and I'm an introvert. Like, I want to know, how do you get yourself? It's not that I don't believe that I'm capable. It's like, how do you, how do you get yourself out of how you brought yourself up and, and bring it into what you're flourishing into now? Like, that's the amazing story there for me. And how can we help other people do that same thing for themselves? Yeah. And for me, it's just me just being me, I think, is what really brings people into doing it. You know, a lot of people are afraid of that camera. Like, how do we keep them? And I'm afraid of that, too. It's it's almost like you're afraid of what you can manifest, you know, because what would happen? Because there's some sort of payoff that you're getting from being in the miserable position that you're in right now. And so you have to be able to butt up against that and just, you know, keep moving forward. Yeah. And I think that with a lot of people, it's, there's still, there's just so much shame in their stories. There's people that are just like, oh my gosh, someone's going to be judging me. And I'm like, you know what? Because they are, but they are though. Anyway, whether you share your story or not, you walk down the street, someone's like, ooh, why is she wearing those shoes? You know what I mean? Like, (laughs) people are judging you everywhere you go. Why is she wearing Doc Martens? Yeah. Why, what's she doing with those boots on? Like, you know, like, people are going to judge you no matter what, you know? So it's like, do you let that hold you back from serving your purpose? Or do you just say, you know what? Screw it. I'm just going to go share my story anyway. And if people don't like it, they can go kiss my ass. You know, that's how I feel about it. I'm just like, whatever. They don't like my story. They don't like my story. I'm not for everybody. You know, I'm going to, I want to get people past that point of feeling that way. Cause it's, I'm going to be 50 this year and it's taken me that much time to be able to be okay with mm-hmm. just talking about, you know, my life and my things and my story and my truth. So yeah. I just, you know, I hate that I waited that long and I was determined with my kids who are now 24 and 21. I'm like, you are not living this life. Like you're going to go out there and do the crap you were meant to do. Like, this is what you need. This is how you should be living your life. 
Yeah, and I think that it, it all starts with, you know, how we parent, how we connect with our kids. Like, I feel like we get to be conscious parents and raise a new generation of kids who are, like, really going for their dreams. I mean, my kids are already starting their YouTube channels. My one son who has a TikTok account, he's already posted, like, 35 videos on it. Like, you know, like, my kids are just going out and doing, doing what they got to do, you know. Like and they, what their mama's you know, doing, yeah. Yeah, they're just like, oh, mama does live streams. I'll do some live streams, you know. Like, okay, you know, they just they just see see what I'm doing and they're already starting to, to duplicate that and just copy what I'm doing and, and they love it. You know, even my nanny's gotten in on it. She has more followers on Instagram than I have. And she does get videos. So, I, so I'm like, you need to build a community, you know, like, and I was like, you can use Instagram and then have like a Patreon account or whatever. So she has all these people that pay her $1 a month for her to do like all these dance videos. She teaches like cumbia and all this like sweet dance and stuff. And yeah, she got more followers than I do. And like all my punk rock friends, they're just like, that chick's your nanny. She's so cool. She has all those cool dance videos on Instagram. Some of her videos have a million oh, views. Oh, you got to tell us what her handle is now. It's Araniva. And it's A, it's A-R, hold on. It's it's spelled A-R-A-N-I-V-A-H. A-R-A-N-I-V-A-H. Yeah, Araniva. Yeah, that's a, that's her last name. I'm going to go and, follow her. Uh, yeah, she she makes these amazing dance videos and stuff, and everyone's like, "Oh my god!" Like that's your nanny. I was like, "Hell yeah, I got the coolest nanny ever, man!" You know, like she's super cool. She's like cover. She got tattoos, and she's all punk rock. She, she plays accordion in a punk band. I'm like, this is the best. Like it was like just such a perfect fit. Is hilarious. I found her on Craigslist of all places. You know, and I'm just like. I mean, I could just, ma- I just manifest the greatest things. I mean, even like my youngest son who has autism, his therapist, she's a punk rock chick too. She got tattoos, like gauges in her ears. She's vegan like us. I'm like, man, like I am such a good manifester. How my- long have you been vegan? Not to get you off track on 12, another 12 subject. Years. 12 years. So, okay. and I call myself vegan-ish because I'm not like, you know, some crazy hardcore like activist Staunch. or whatever. I am too. Yeah. I'll say this stuff once in a while. I'll be like, yo, like this shit's like poisoning you. Like, come on, you know, but you know, like I'll say stuff once in a while, but you know, I do get a lot of people that are just like, Oh, Kimra, like I want to be vegan or I want to know how to get some vegan meals on my kids or at least. Yeah. But I think a lot of people, when they try to make people or they're trying to get people to be vegan, they go about it the wrong way. Like, Oh yeah. They get all crazy and start (laughs) arguing and yelling at people online. I'm just like, when was yelling at people online, like made any change ever? Like it doesn't. You already, I don't even have to mention that to you because I, I'm sort of hesitant they're to tell people. Police. They're the vegan police. I have friends that post pictures of like dead animals or animal yeah. abuse. And I said, because it was something I used to be back in the day and it's something that I'm considering doing now. So I'm sort of a fair weather vegan. So I have friends that will post these things and I'm like, that would be probably the last thing that would make me want to be vegan yeah. in the world, on the planet. Like, I don't like people preaching at me. Like, no. I mean, the benefits of that. it, but don't try. Don't- like it and they just try to start, it just starts arguments with people. It doesn't really make anybody really see the light. It doesn't really help. I mean, I feel like everybody in their own time. I mean, I, I know all humans don't think animals should be tortured and harmed. You know, like humans have empathy. We like, that's just something that's built into us. It's just, it is very difficult when we've lived in a world like that for so long where meat is just the norm. And nobody, people forget where the the people are, or I'm sorry, animals are actually slaughtered 
to yeah. have it arrive on your plate. I mean, I know people know that, but I think showing films of, you know, animals being slaughtered, like we, I empathize so much with that. And that's not why I considered becoming vegan again, because I do love animals as well, but that, that doesn't help me. What helps is that, you know, if you reach me from a health aspect of it, because if you already know that I have that background, then mm-hmm. I'm much more interested in my health and longevity and my joints and all those other things that come along with it. Not because, you know, animals are being tortured. And it's not that I don't care about that stuff because I think it's insensitive to say that I don't, you know what I mean? Yeah. You don't want to, <laughs> you want to yeah. be insensitive. Like I do care about that stuff. I don't want to hurt any other living being, but you know, that's not my huge reason as to why, you know, I'm becoming vegan or considering becoming vegan again. Yeah. And I, and I agree, you know, a lot of people, everybody's, everybody wants to eat more plants for their own reasons. You know, some people it's more for health. Other people it's more for the animals. Some people it's a combination. (laughs) Yeah. Some people just need more fiber. Yeah. They need to poop more, you know, like, I mean, who knows why people want to eat more, you know, there's a million reasons why people want to eat more plants. Maybe some people they're just like, man, I like didn't even eat vegetables at all growing up. Maybe I should try some broccoli once in a while, you know? And luckily it is good. It's healthier for us. We need all those minerals that are inside of vegetables. It's great. So, you know, and I just tell people all the time, cause I've had people that say, Oh, like, do you only date vegans? I'm just like, no, like I date people who aren't, vegan because what what I'm gonna I'm like gonna limit like who I can date however I did recently match up with a guy a really super hot vegan guy on my on one of my dating apps I was like whoa hello but yeah so you know we'll see what happens but I mean he's covered in tattoos and he's like he does yoga and all this stuff I'm like yo like what's up like hit me up man that's kind of like a hand in hand what do you do for exercise can I ask you that do you work out at all or you do the do I, I am not allowed to work out until I gain five more pounds so I <laughs> so we always we have that problem. I own yeah, I have the opposite problem of all people, but the reason why is because I was malnourished my whole life. So mm-hmm. as a kid, I was like intermittent fasting my whole entire childhood. I only really? ate one meal. I ate school lunch and that was it, you know, for like 10 years of my life. You know, so I was so malnourished. And so my body, it just when I eat food, it just burns through calories like so fast and so it doesn't matter how much I eat I can literally live on milkshakes and not gain a pound and I actually did that like I had like a whole month where I think every meal I had was a milkshake there was a vegan burger place around the corner and they had milkshakes I ordered one every single day you know like and I was like all I lived on was like milkshakes I didn't gain a pound and so, and my trainer, she's a vegan bodybuilder. She's won a lot of different competitions. She's been doing a few triathlons lately. And she doesn't want me to work out at all until I gain like five more pounds. Cause I'm only 95. She's like, once you get to a hundred, then we'll start, you know, working you out because right now I don't have any fat to burn. So if I start, I mean, like, not even just for that of, of aesthetics, but just something no, to kind of but even just the fat on my bones. Like if there isn't enough fat and I start exercising, then there's no muscles are going to build. Because then I'm just like, then I'm just burning muscle. So do you do anything that kind of like clear your head or that kind of, you know, because a lot of times for me, working out is something that kind of helps me clear my head or just kind of, you know, gives you that. Uh, I need to clear my head. Like, when would I have time for that? Like, <laughs> but I do journal. I journal a lot. Like in the evenings, okay. I journal. And my kids, they all journal. We all lay in bed and then we're all journaling at night. 
And yeah, so I do like to journal. But yeah, I don't really have a lot of time to clear my head. I'm okay with my head being full of clutter. Like I'm all right. Apparently that's helping you to be able to be in six different projects all at the same time. Yeah, it doesn't bother me. I mean, I have so many ideas. They just flood through me. Like I just feel like I... I don't know. I don't need to pause. Like I, I'm like, and people are like, oh, well, you're going to burn out. I was like, I have been called like my, my family called me the Energizer Bunny since I was like nine years old. Like I am just this way. Like I'm just wired like this. Like you guys. How long have you been running your business? You know what I mean? Like I've been running businesses since I was 17 years old. And then I was a mom. I mean, that's like the busiest job you can have, you know? So I'm just like, I've always been this way forever since I, for four and a half years. I can't no meditation for you, like nothing. No. I can't meditate. If I meditate, I start to have anxiety attack. Because when I was a kid, my mom would, the most time when she would like attack us was when we were going to bed at night when it was calm. Oh, wow. So we're all calm and like chill. And my mom would like attack us. So like every single time, like whenever I try to meditate to calm my mind, I start getting all paranoid. So like, I, I can't meditate. Like it just, it does not work for me at all. I've tried every type of meditation there is. I've gone to all the meditation centers in New York. I, I mean it, like I start having panic attacks and stuff. The more I meditate, the more I panic. So I just, I'm like, I ain't doing that no more. That is interesting to me. And, you know, I'll do like some tapping stuff or I'll go get like some acupuncture done or something, or I'll go get a a form of meditation. Yeah. Yeah, but it's like, it's not like how most people call meditation. Like, I got to be like kind of doing No, but I think meditation is different for everyone, though. Like, I, because I do best with moving meditation, like some form of yoga or working out or walking or something like that. And a lot of people have to be sitting still. A lot of people, you know, lay down. Very often. I don't have like no daily thing. Everybody's like, what's your daily routine for, you know, your mindset and blah, blah, blah. I'm like, I don't know what you're talking about. Like, I don't have one of those, you know? (laughs) No, but I think you cured yourself of negative mindset like way back in the day when you sort of I dated he was like so negative. Like, I was just like, I can't, I can't roll with this. You know, like, I really like you like a lot. But man, you're so freaking negative. Like you're driving me insane. Like I just can't do this. Like, you know, and I just told not who you are anymore. So you Yeah. Therapy. Like I'm not I'm not joining in on this misery. Like that ain't happening. You know, like I I, I'm just not doing it. I'm like, I love you a lot. I care about you, but no, this is But I care about me more. (laughs) Yeah, I I have to care about my mindset and how it how I run my business. Like I can't be just sitting there worrying about you all the damn time. Like I got kids and stuff. Like I I'm like, I got three kids. I ain't worrying about you every single second of the day. Like, oh, is he having a great day today? Like I I don't have time for that. Like you gotta choose to have a good day. You gotta choose happiness. Like that's your you gotta choose it. Like if you ain't gonna choose it and you're just gonna wallow in your misery, like I am not playing that game. Homie don't play that. You know, and you would know. <laughs> oh my god, Grandma. this has been so much fun for me. I tried so hard not to be back here. I don't want to be in the microphone laughing all hard and stuff because I think that makes for shitty recordings. <laughs> it's true though. Like I, I, I so I. Oh my god, you, you just went on a rip there. I'm just loving every minute of it. 
girlfriend. You is the truth, though. You know, I mean, like, I'm just not gonna participate. Like, I just I'm not gonna. No, but you you know that that's why you're in the position that you're in, though, because you don't really deal with a lot of fluffy stuff. And I think yeah. you just keep it moving, man. People cause drama. I'm just like, get out of my life. Don't talk to me again. I blocked you. You're done. Like, I just don't even care. <laughs> like, I'm just like, because like I told this guy, I was like, you know what? Like, I think you're really cool and stuff, and maybe we could be friends, but I don't even really want to be friends with you because you're so naked. <laughs> but no, because that makes me feel really good because I've done that with a lot of people. And I thought maybe at some point that was being way too harsh, but I'm like, no, you know what? I'm really glad that I decided to go ahead and just be like, you know what? I can't do this anymore. It's a boundary. You got to have a healthy yeah. boundary. And I, and I tell people all the time, I'm like, maybe sometimes it is kind of mean but you know what maybe they need someone to be mean to them yeah but they kind of need but you're not helping them though you're not helping and this is this is how i rectify it's like you're not helping them if you keep them you know they're not learning i'm an enabler i'm an enabler to a person being in their misery like i don't want to be an enabler to that i want to enable people to go into happiness yeah i totally agree with you Uh, like i said that's just more confirmation too that you know that was the right choice for me because i because i had said something to another online entrepreneur and i think people thought i was being overdramatic i was like no i didn't realize that that's who this person was and i just start it just started to become a realization for me and you know it was it was such a long friendship so it was really difficult for me to just be like you know i can't do this anymore like I'm, i'm gonna do this to myself and like I was saying, he was like, I love myself more than to keep having this, let this go on like it is. And it just doesn't make any sense to me. So I'm squashing it. Yeah. I mean, I broke up with that guy like a week ago. I already got another guy already. So I'm good. I mean, like that Thank You Next song that Ariana Grande came out. I was like, this is my life right now. Like. Peace out, homeboy. I'm moving on to the next. Like, I'm done with you. No, it's not uplifting you, then it's just kind of weighing you down. Yeah, like, I just, I and I can't do it, you know? I'm I'm at the point in my life, I'm just not going to have tolerance for that, you know? Like, I, I just want a man who's happy, you know? Like, just be happy. Choose it, you know? Like, because it let's is a have choice. a wonderful, sure. yeah, let's have a wonderful life together, you know? Like, I don't fight, like, and this one guy, he tried to start fights with me, and I'm just yeah. like... And I'm just like, I would just, and I'm like, you have two PhDs, you have gone to like all the top schools in this entire country, and you're trying to start a fight with me over something that's completely illogical. I was like, use the logic part of your head and reverse back to all the stuff you just said. Is this, does this make any sense at all? He's like, no. And I was like, so why are you doing this to me? I'm like, you need to go to therapy. Like, I just, I'm not going to be your therapist. I'm, I'm not, not going to be your therapist. The so you need to find one. I'm not the trash can. Like, I'm not going to let you just throw stuff on top of me. Like, you know, like, I just, I'm not going to do that. Like, that's not my role. That's not my role in life. And like I said, homie, don't play that. Like, at all. Good for Done. you. And that's why you're Kim Luna. <laughs> <laughs> I know, and someone—that's someone why we love just, you so much. They're like, Kimmer, you're so brave. You just tell people like what, what. I'm like, I'm just keep it real, you know. Like, I'm, I'm not gonna put myself in a situation. We're exercising that muscle consistently every single time. Mm-hmm. I, I, I have real, real clear boundaries, and the thing is, is I respect other people's boundaries too. I mean, like I was going through my divorce, so there was a lot of stuff coming up. You know, like I'm like, oh my god, mom is going crazy, and so I would like, you know, call up a friend, and if I was like, man, I, I just need to like let something out, 
like just rant, I would ask them, I'd be like, hey, like, I just want to let you know before I start this conversation that I really just need to let a bunch of things out of me. I don't even need you to tell me anything in return. Like, I just need to let some things out. There's a little do you, on the do you have the capacity to do this? Like, are, do you, can you do this? And I had a friend, she was like, no, like, you know, my gra- my grandma's dying right now, you know, in the hospital and stuff. Like, I don't think that this would be the right time for that. I'm like, you know what? I appreciate you so much. I'm so glad that you're being honest with me. I'll go find another friend to rant this stuff out to. Um, you know, I hope I hope everything goes all right with your grandma, you know? And and I think that people they kind of just they they don't remember that other people have boundaries too. And I and well, I, I just want- figure that it's okay because you're my friend or you're my this yeah. or you're my that or you're my whatever. Yeah, like you're you know, you're my freaking homegirl, so I can just like rant about anything to you. It's like, no, they might be going through something too, you know? So we need to respect the fact that all of us are in different places. And, and to me, it's like, I, I want to respect all my friends because I don't want them to all of a sudden not want to be talking to me anymore because they're like, oh, Kim was ranting about this to me. You know, sometimes we just got to get things off our chest and we have the friends that we could do that with. And then other friends, maybe that's not something they, how they want our relationship to be. And that's totally fine. Yeah. You know, and, and so everybody has different types of boundaries. And then we need to respect other people's boundaries too. You yeah. know, not everyone wants to hear you ranting. You know, like, and I'm a real good ranter. I mean, it gets real funny, but you know, like, I just, I just feel like, you know, it's it, like, I have to respect other people. And even Not only that, but you don't take yourself really seriously all the time. And I think once you pass that barrier or, you know, that line where you just take yourself seriously all the time, then I think you just stop becoming who you are. Yeah. And, and it's kind of funny because like, I'm actually a super serious person. Like I'm so serious. Like if I'm like, this is what I'm doing. I'm like, I'm, I'm dead set on something like that. This is just the way it is. But I, I can, I can make fun of myself. I'd be like, Oh my God, Cameron, that's so stupid. Like, why did I do that? Like, Oh my God. Like, come on. You You ever come up with ideas and then later think to yourself, that was the stupidest idea. I don't know why I even got that in my head. I'm so good. I didn't go any further than I did. To me so many times and it's even worse like with the dating world oh my god since dating i'm like why the heck did i even go meet that human they're such an idiot like i knew they were a trash can before i even met them you know so why was i why did i even do that you know like you like to keep I, yourself open to possibilities and you don't like to judge a book by its cover you know yeah but sometimes you, you go back and look at the text that they were saying it's like you know what that was a red flag right there i could have looked into that into that sentence again because that no, I shouldn't. As long as they're not, you're not getting yourself in anything dangerous. You know, anything. Yeah, yeah, nothing dangerous. But I'm just like, God, that person was an idiot. What a waste of time. You know, and I gotta pay a hundred bucks for an, every time I go on a date because I gotta have a nanny here. So I'm like, I'm like, man, this stuff adds up. Like these, there was one time I went on a date and the guy Venmoed me some money after the date because he was like, oh, this is the help for the babysitter. I was like, you were the nicest man ever. I wish I actually really liked you a lot more. But because <laughs> yeah, you're on the right track. I was like, you're you're doing real great, but yeah, yeah. I just I just didn't have like that like connection, you know. But I was like, man, like this this guy, like you're doing. I cannot imagine life. dating. I've been married for a hundred years. And I, yeah. I can't imagine trying to get back out there. The scariest thing ever. Like, that was one reason I held on to my marriage for so long. I was so scared. 
to date. I was like, oh my God, like who is going to want to date me? I mean, I got, there's like a, a whole line of men that want to date me. So I'm all right. But like, it's just like still like, I'm just like, oh my God, like, you know, because it's a sorting process and it takes a lot of effort and a lot of work. And it's like, just a drama. Oh I think I would be less apt to deal with it. Well, and I think nowadays, the thing that's kind of cool though, is people are very open about what they're looking for in a relationship. So if you're like, you know, like I kind of just want someone who's really cool to hang out with you know we could watch you know jackass reruns together and we could just like hang out a lot of good friends that met on that they met like on match.com or whatever and they ended up marrying like i know a lot of couples that have actually married from meeting on dating apps i have met some cool freaking people on dating apps like not even people i ended up dating like they just became my friends i met this one guy he has like three hundred thousand like youtube followers he's like a metalhead guy and his youtube channel is so funny and we just talk like all all day like every day like on instagram and i met up through a dating app but we didn't even end up going on a date like we just like we were just like oh you know we're not really kind of a good fit and he's like oh, yeah, and you got a pile of kids and i never really wanted kids so that don't make sense but <laughs> you know like, let's just be friends like let's talk you know yeah. so i'm like yeah, yeah. like let's hang out you know so we became really great friends i have other chicks i became really great friends with a ton of people on dating apps i'm like man this is like the way you could connect the world you know and now with bumble they have bumble bff so you go on there to just be like, oh, hey, I'm looking for someone to hang out with. You know, I really want to watch Probably a better it. idea. Yeah, I think I want to watch the with somebody. I need someone to hang out with. You know, I'm lonely. And so, like, they have, like, it's like finding a BFF on an app. It's, like, yeah. super freaking cool. People here in New York do it all the time. Like, they have, like, whole, like, like they'll be like, oh, yeah, me and my friends. Like, we all want to the filtering process and people, you know, having to figure out, you know, if people really are who they say they are. So if everybody's on the same app trying to look for the same thing, then I think, you know, that could be a beautiful thing. Yeah. And as long as people are honest with each other and when it comes to like the dating stuff, you know, I'm just like, you know, like if, you know, it's like, I would rather a relationship kind of be like a friends with benefits type of thing at first. And then if it evolves into something, you know, more like more, you know, more serious then great. You know, like if it doesn't, then, you know, Oh, well, I'll just move on to somebody else, whatever, you know, there's like plenty of people out there. Yeah. There's the, like, I feel like, yeah, I feel like the right person will come at the right time. And, you know, I've, I've had some really great guys I've dated over the past, you know, year, but a lot of them just going through a lot of emotional things like divorces and all these things going on with them. So, you know, hit me up another time when you're feeling better, you know, or whatever, but you know, I'm I always like, like a divorce, just people mourning a death. And I think people should be allowed that time to come. Yeah, it's, it's a grieving. It's a grieving, like a lot of grieving for myself, though. It, it wasn't that bad. Like once I posted that I was like separating from my husband, I had already been grieving that for like two years. Mm. Like I already knew the marriage wasn't going to work for a long time. So it's like, I was just like, okay, peace out. I had a boyfriend like the next week, you know, like I was just like, like it was. <laughs> Like it wasn't like a, like a thing. And you know, I started dating guys that I'd already been friends with for a long time, like right after. And so I had like a boyfriend and then like that kind of lasted like a few months. I was like, uh, you know, like we're not really a good fit. And then like I started dating this other guy who I'd been friends with for 14 years. He's sweet. You know, he's, he still hangs out with my kids and stuff all the time. Like we didn't get, we're not together anymore, but he's still, he calls them like on their birthdays and Christmas and like. More than just that anyway. Yeah. He, he, he loves my kids, you know, like he's like, you know, he's like, even though me and you aren't together, he's like, your kids are freaking amazing. You know, he's like, I'll do anything for those kids. So, you know, and I, so I think that that's, you know, really cool. And then I dated one guy that was real horrible, man. He was crazy. Like turned into out to be like a closet alcoholic 
sick and like was cheating on me with all these girls. I was like, what is going on with my life? I felt like I'm like, I'm Kira Luna. Like, what is happening? <laughs> I was going to say, like, what the hell? I felt like I was in the twilight zone. Like, I was friends with this guy for like six months. And then we start dating and stuff. He's all like acting like he wants to all marry me and taking me to like go check out these houses. Like, oh, we could buy this house and like the kids can have this like little area. We can make it into a little studio for them, all this stuff. And then all of a sudden, like his roommate's like, man, like he had this chick over the other night and he's been like drinking three bottles of wine to himself every night and all this. Stuff. I was like, what is going on? And then when I go to break up with him, nobody says, he told me he was going to go kill himself i was like what like you are crazy like you need to go to a therapist right this minute like i am not gonna be dealing with this like, you're <laughs> Kim Luna, damn it. i'm like i'm Kim Luna. like this is not how i roll like there is no drama like this in my life like get out of here like i i mean it was insane i couldn't believe it i could not believe it and then with this so here's the kicker this was like next level right so I blocked him on every like, you know, social media platform, blocked his phone number. He saw me on a dating app and he swiped on me. And so I swiped back on him and I was like, yo, like, why'd you swipe on me? And he's like, I could ask you the same question. I was like, you swiped on me first. So nobody tells me, he told me he had a vasectomy and wanted to get back with me. I was like, you think having a vasectomy makes me want to get back That was the you? answer. <laughs> like, that was the reason why I didn't want to be with you. I was like, no, you were cheating on me with a bunch of people and you were an alcoholic. Like, I didn't want to be with you. Like, you suck. You know? <laughs> I had a vasectomy. We should get back together. I'm like, oh my God. I mean, it was just, oh. And I mean, it's worse than that. Like, there's way, way, way worse than that. But man, it was just completely insane i could not even believe this is happening this is why. <laughs> thank god i'm he my best friend he this guy was my best friend i was going to all the punk shows with them i was hanging out with them for like months and months and months and then we started dating and like all this i mean it, it got i could not believe like i was just like completely stunned and when i told my personal assistant about it she was like wait what is happening like i mean it was like like we were both just so flabbergasted like we didn't know what was going on I was like I was like duped by this guy like it was like it was just so ridiculous and now I'm just like man now I know all the stuff to watch out for and, you know that stuff needed I think it needed to happen for a reason now I know like all the red flags you know <laughs> like so now I'm just like I can't, I can't do the whole I don't know if my marriage didn't work out I don't know if I go back to the whole dating thing <laughs> I only got that one horror story like I don't really have any other ones besides that one but I have friends who just have so many horror stories I just yeah so, so do bad. I I'm like now I'm why like, you yourself out there doing well, I, I vet pretty pretty good now like now it's like you know I have very specific questions I ask them I make sure they're like into personal development they have to be super funny like you know they they can't be all like crazy depressed they can't have gone through like a really like long relationship and like a big breakup recently oh, yeah. like, I, you know I, I vet them like I think I'm just gonna make an application for them and just be like you need to apply to be my boyfriend uh, <laughs> and they'll do the same thing like you did I'm not filling out all these questions <laughs> I know well I'll make it real easy I'll just make it so there's check boxes one question I ask them on, on, like when they swipe on me I always ask them I say I, I'm like question number one have you seen your life with a pile of children because I don't have just one not two I have three kids 
And then I just wait. I don't, like it, but I don't think that's a turnoff for most men. And your kids don't seem like it is if, Well, it is if they never wanted kids. Oh, yeah. Okay. You know, if they were like, well, I never really wanted kids, you know, and they're like 40. They, they've they made that decision. They know if they wanted kids or not, you know. Right. And so I usually have to double check that question first because I had one guy I dated for like a little while. And then he was like, you know what? Like, I don't really know if I could do this kid thing. Like, I just he's like, I, I he's like, even in six months or a year from now, he's like I don't really feel I want to like meet kids and have kids in my life so I'm like all right peace out you know but I just don't want to waste my time yeah I just ask straight up you know because because it just it just makes sense to do that you know and I think dating apps have made it actually easier to just say literally what you want and I'm like I am looking for a serious relationship I don't want to start off serious I just want to have fun hang out with someone, see where it goes, be a little bit more casual, you know, and if it turns into something be awesome, open-minded about the whole but thing. you have to be a person that wants to have a whole pile. How do of you know, work. Cameron, this something just struck me. How do you know if you are, if, cause you said you're bisexual. Yes, right? I am. So do you yes, date I date men women and women or you just prefer one or over the other? I date, I date women and men. So I date, I date both, but I have found with women, they tend to get really a attached to me really really quickly so I've been kind of having a problem with dating women it's kind of like you kiss them one time and they think you're married you know like so it's like I'm like okay like this is like like I don't want that you know like I want kind of like a casual type of situation and then if things evolve then they evolve into something serious and so it's been a way more difficult dating women than it is to date men like men is like real easy. There's like a whole line of them just wanting to date me and I can just sort through them, you know, but like with women, it's like, they're like very particular about all these things. And like, you know, it's like, they just automatically want a serious relationship from like day one. And I'm like, I don't want anything serious from day one. Like, I just want to kind of just be more chill and more casual. And yeah, like you've done the relationship thing. And this is my, yeah, yeah. I was married for 12 years. Like, I don't need to go like hardcore into like a relationship, you know, and, and that, that hasn't seemed to be the dynamic dynamic I've been able to find with women so maybe a woman will just come up to me one day and that'll just be that'll just be it and I'll know um but as of right now it's it hasn't really worked out because they don't seem to be okay with the casualness they kind of want more of like you're my girlfriend yeah So I'm like, uh, well, I don't want to be your girlfriend immediately. You know, like I want to just be like hanging out and having fun. So, you know, it's been pretty interesting to get into the dating world. And and I really like it. I mean, I actually have a lot of fun dating. I went on a date with a really cool guy yesterday. I have another date like on Friday. So I'm just having fun with it and seeing where things go. And the guy on Friday, he's British. And I love British accents. So oh my God, I'm just going to be like. I think everybody does. Melt. I'm going to be melting the whole time. He's any Anytime he says a word, I'm like melting. And then I have this other guy that lives across the country that I like. I really, really like, and I'm like, man, why you got to live across the country? And I have another guy that lives in the UK that I really, really like, and I'm like, why you got to live in the UK? Like, so I have all these like people like I want to date and stuff, and they live all far away, and I'm just like, this is ridiculous, Kimra. Like, you need to date someone that lives near you, you know? Like, you need to do anything. You need to do what Kimra wants to do. You know, I think you earned that at least. Yeah, and I mean, but yeah, and I do, and I'm okay with having a long term relationship. I like, I'm an Aquarius, so we get, we we're like very go with the flow when it comes to relationships we're just like oh yeah whatever you know whatever works like we're cool you know like that's just kind of how we are and so I feel like you know I could have a really great like long distance relationship and it be really strong and actually the first year to actually like almost two years of my relationship with my ex-husband I was on the road almost the whole time traveling 
Mm-hmm. So I was kind of used to that. Like it doesn't bother me at all to have a like long distance relationships. Obviously it has to work out for the other person. But if I did start a long-term relationship, they would probably have to fly back and forth and stuff. Like I wouldn't be able to be the one flying all the time, you know? So that's the other issue too is like, okay, how do we actually see each other in person? And they're going to be on planes all the time. And I was talking to this person, they had a long distance relationship. They live in here in New York and their boyfriend was in London and they flew back and forth all the time. But they're like, it was just so hard. You know, it's like seeing a person once a month. Like, I think it just depends on how much you appreciate the adventure too. Yeah. Yeah. And I love adventure. I love traveling. I I mean, I just love that. Yeah. But every, every month or every week or every, whatever it is. Yeah. I'm cool. I mean, I'm cool with it, but it's hard when now that I have kids. If I didn't have oh, kids, yeah, I would that's right. like, three kids. If like, I didn't have kids, I would just move wherever the person was. Like I went, you know, I'm like, hey, you know, I just go wherever. But it's difficult with the kids because my youngest, because he's autistic, you know, we need to keep his with the same therapist and you know all that sort of stuff. So it gets it gets kind of crazy. But you know, like we, I got to do what I got to do, and we'll see what happens. I mean, eventually, I'll I'll find I'll find a really really great lovely match who who is you know mentally stable <laughs> yeah i think you'll manifest that too like you do everything else in your life i think i think this year i'll, I'll manifest it i think 2019 will be uh, will be the year where i'll manifest someone that's just like just a completely great match that's really ready because you know whoever dates me you know my kids are little you know they're not like grown you know so whoever dates me it's like they're gonna be a big part of my kids' lives so it's not just they're dating me it's like they're really yeah just you're dating to... the whole shebang you got yeah, all... they got a whole it's a i'm a package deal you know <laughs> and you might be exactly what someone else is looking for too you know yeah well and like, i've gotten that a lot like i've actually had like one guy he made over a hundred million a year super smoking hot he was really dumb though which didn't make any sense i was like how are you so smart in business so dumb and everything else so maybe like unattracted to him because he wasn't like smart with other things but anyways, he like he told me, he's like, you are exactly what I want. He's like, I've always wanted a bunch of kids. He's like, I just I want to just like be completely just settled down. And have, like he was like exact like I was literally the exact definition of what he wanted in a person. But he just wasn't the right for me, you know, but so I've had guys tell me that they're like, you're exactly what I want. Like, I, I want all the kids. And like, they're like, that's what I wanted. And, you know, like I was married for 20 years and my ex didn't want to have babies. And, you know, like I've gotten that a lot. So you'll so definitely yeah, so, find somebody to, you know, match up with exactly. So everything. Yeah. Matters. And I'm excited about it. I love love. Love is one of my favorite things ever. I love being in love and I just love finding love and searching for it and, looking for it and consumed with it and buy it i'm gonna put i have i've posted that on instagram before where i was or on facebook before i was like i just love love like like i just love it like i'm i'm so into love (laughs) and we are so into you camera (laughs) 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 i'm i'm gonna wrap this up because man you are just uh you are on a rant man I think I might break this up into two different interviews, man. Um, Yeah, I've I've shared so many weird stories on this interview. This has been the strangest interview I think I've ever (laughs) done. I don't know what I'm going to talk about. But I didn't want it to be. But it's fun, so I'm cool with it. I'm saying, like, I didn't want it to be like every other interview because I already knew all the different questions that the people are going to ask you over and over again. 
and I can't, I, you know, I'm the same kind of trainer too. I don't want to do everything else that everyone else is doing. Cause I don't think that's going to help anyone. Like, I think people will need to see a different side of the non-business side. And I wanted everyone to feel like they were just sort of eavesdropping in on the conversation. Like that was the most important thing to me. They've been eavesdropping because this is like stuff I don't even talk about anywhere. (laughs) And so if at any point, and I tell all the people this that I interview, if at any point you've shared something that you don't want, you know, to be out there, please let me know. And I'll just have my editor make sure that they're taking it out. So I'm offering you that same thing. I'm cool. I don't know. Whatever happens, it's it's just out there in the internet. Who cares? <laughs> <laughs> well, not yet. That's why I'm asking, you know, to make sure that something that you're okay with for sure. But yeah, I know you know, it, it'll be funny. I mean, there's some good funny stories in there, so I think it'll be good. <laughs> we get to know camera on a whole nother level, yo. Yeah, it's fun. I love it. This was this was great. This was a lot of fun. So I'm I, I'm I'm all I'm all for this type of interview. I need more interviews like this. <laughs> well, you know what? I'm I'm happy to come back to you again, so we okay. can talk about something totally off the cuff for sure. Because I love just getting to know people, and I I think other people should see other facets of people other than just who they are in business or the Kim or Luna face that's already out there. Like or the dumb that is. or the dumb Forbes article that I hate. That Forbes article was like the worst thing ever written about me. Oh my God. It was just like, it was clickbait. The whole thing was clickbait. And the article was so poorly written. I was crying when the article came out because it was so bad. Oh, I'm sorry. I had to make them edit it like four times and it's still bad. I was just like, I'm just, mm, I just give up. But it's all right. At least I can say I was on Forbes. (laughs) (laughs) Don't read the, don't read the article. (laughs) The article, but I was on it. (laughs) <laughs> I've been in it a few times though, but the main article that everybody sees is like welfare to millionaire, and it's so like this just uh it's so quick story in the in and out, yeah. And I'm just like, oh, there's so much God. more to you than that, and I think that's yeah. what people need to see. Well, and it had a podcast interview on it, but like the person who like interviewed me, like she just like the things she asked me and things. I was just like, this let me share like my real story, and she actually kind of belittled me the whole time too. It was really strange. Like it was like the weirdest interview, most awkward interview I'd ever been on. And but I was just like, I just want to be on Forbes, so like I don't care, you know. Yeah. So I just did it anyway. But then yeah, I but went that stuff comes again. back to you know I I think because uh, my only thing is reaching out to people is like I really want you to feel good about it, and I want it to inspire other people. Like that's my only motivation, honestly. Other than that, I really have no idea what I'm doing. You know what I mean? It's like, for me, it's like connecting with someone like you, who I already thought was amazing. And it's uplifting for me the same way it is for you to sit here and talk about, you know, all the things that you would virtually never really get the chance to talk about. And that's why I wanted people to feel like, you know, I want really love to connect with people because we sit behind our laptops all the time. And mm-hmm. so for me, it was one way of, you know, coming out and con- being able to connect with other people in a way that, you know, maybe I hadn't been able to connect before. And, and it's exposure for you. So it's a win-win-win, like, for everybody all around. Mm-hmm. And so that was my That's whole great. reasoning for wanting to put this out there. So, you know, trying to demean someone and put them down or because I don't have the same viewpoint, like, it doesn't matter because my listeners may have something in common and it may have something different, a different inspiration that they may find in you that maybe I didn't see before, you know? Yeah, I agree. And I'm grateful for it. So thank you. Thank you so much for for having me on today. Thank you, Kimra. And hopefully I'll be able to have another interview with you soon, but I'll reach out to you again.
Yeah, it'll be fun. Yeah, and definitely know when this goes goes live so I can share it all over. Yay, I love you. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, camera. You're very welcome. Thanks for having me. All right, bye-bye. Hey there, this is Velma Garns, and you have been listening to The Inspired Life with the Velminator. Thank you so much for listening. I really do appreciate you. Please check out the Keep Going Project. It's a coaching program where I help you push past your quitting habits to achieve your big goals. As a personal trainer for over 32 years, a group fitness instructor for a combined 36 years and counting, and as an exercise physiologist, I have helped thousands achieve their goals permanently. If you're interested, please go to www.velminator.com. That is spelled V-E-L-M-A-N-A-T-O-R.com and look for the Keep Going Project. I'll talk to you again real soon.